Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you. And Jessica. Hey, everybody. I am ex- so excited about this. I don't know why I love talking about lesson planning, but I do. I do. <laughs> but we're basically going to be covering the real reason that lesson planning is taking you too long, which I'm sure we all want to hear about, right? Yes. And it does not need to take you so long. So nope. time to put an end to it. Yep. Let's, let's be done with that and let's move on to a place where you are excited about lesson planning like, like Jessica and I are. Yes. <laughs> um, so basically, we talk about lesson planning taking too long, right? We're talking about you're spending your nights, your weekends, your prep periods, you're looking back through your textbook, you have all these different tabs, you've got all kinds of stuff going on that is overwhelming you and stressing you out. And I think that it's important to talk about in this episode, right, as an episode in and of itself, but we also have our masterclass experience happening right now that ties into, you know, how are we going to create engaging and rigorous lessons too, right? So here we're going to be talking specifically about lesson planning, but it's also important to know that it's not just lesson planning, it's also including those engaging and rigorous lessons into your lesson plans. Like, what does that look like? Right. And in a way that adds kind of another layer, right? Because you're like, oh my gosh, wait, now I have to have engagement and they have to be, you know, rigorous and meeting the standards. But in our master class that's happening right now, we're showing you how to do those things and not spend so much time on your exactly. weekends, on your nights. Exactly. Prep, whatever. Totally. So we're going to invite you to come join us. I think we have, this is airing, you know, on the 22nd on a Tuesday. I think we have one more master class left available. Um, if you're listening to this on the morning of Tuesday, we have one today too. It depends when you're listening that you can get in and join us. Um, but basically our master class, we're going to be talking about three proven strategies or proven ways to engage your students in your ELA classroom through your lessons, right, that you create. So we're going to invite you to come join us in one of those master classes. Join us in our Facebook group that we have that's open right now. It's a pop-up Facebook group. There's tons of excitement going on, bonus trainings, giveaways. We're giving away free resources. Like our overarching goal is for you to walk away from this experience confident, prepared, and excited to teach those engaging and rigorous lessons in your classroom. So to right. sign up, this is sorry. the perfect time. I'm just thinking, right? You've yeah. been in school like a month. You're kind of getting used to the new routine, whatever that might be. And now it's like, okay, let's rock and roll this school year. Let's have some fun with what we're doing and nail down our strategies. Yeah, exactly. Very well put. Um, so I want to invite you guys to join us. Go to ebacademics.com forward slash engaging ELA. We'll include that in the show notes for you as well. Again, it's ebacademics.com forward slash engaging ELA. Um, and join us over there. We can't wait to see you, get to know you. Let us know that you like heard us on the podcast, talk about it, and you came over and you signed up and you, you joined us in the Facebook group. Okay, so let's dive into the real reason. What is the real reason why lesson planning is taking too long? Well, I... And I'm thinking about this. I honestly think there's two reasons, but we're only going to get into like one of them. Okay. I think one reason it's taking too long is because you're not batch planning. Yeah. That's a whole different topic. And we've got old podcast episodes on that. I encourage you to listen to it, but yep. we're not going to get into that. But when it comes down to it, it's because you're not using a framework mm-hmm. with your lesson plans, right? Like how many of you sit there with that Pinterest tab open, with your textbook open, your notes, whatever it may be. And you're kind of like, all right, so what are we going to cover this week? What pages do we need to read? All right, I think I'm going to do a quiz on this day. Okay, I need to assign this 
it's all over the place. Totally. Right? Or like, here's an idea on theme. Like maybe I'll use this. It's very yeah, or like what did kind I do of last year. Mm-hmm, very mishmash together. And that's a, a bit of time waste, right? You're just bouncing all over the place. But instead, if you use a framework that you can just plug in your lessons, oh my goodness, you're going to be amazed by how much time you save. Makes Wait, such a difference. More than half the time you're spending now, right? Like you're just, I can't even express to you. Totally. Well, here, <laughs> and we'll talk about the framework too, but really yep. when you have a framework, right? When you know, and you're intentional with where within this framework is this lesson going to fall? Is this standard that I'm trying to teach through this particular novel going to fall? Like when we look at it intentionally through that, not only does it make lesson planning easier and less time consuming, but honestly, it makes us a better teacher. Like I really believe that, that strong lesson planning skills and being prepared and having a plan is what allows you, it allows you the space to be the teacher that you're capable of being, right? Because if we are stressed and spending all this time doing all this stuff and searching all these different places, we are not stepping into our utmost potential at all. It is fully taking away from our ability to be that best version of ourselves as a teacher. Right. And this is kind of interesting. I was thinking of this. I kind of consider myself right now like a professional lesson planner, Caitlin. I love it. (laughs) You are. Because in EV academics, that is my role. Like I work a lot on our content and I use the framework that we're going to share with you guys today. And this is what I do because otherwise I could spend all day, every day lesson planning, Mm -hmm. but I don't have time for that. Right. I have kids. I'm homeschooling my second grader this year. So that takes up my morning. Like I don't have the time. Mm -hmm. So I have to be efficient and effective. And so the framework I use is our into through beyond. And this is how we set up all our lesson plan bundles inside our EB teachers club. And it just makes sense. Yep. So let's break it down for you all so you can see what makes up the into through beyond framework. Yes. So let's talk first about the into, right? And, and think about it, right? Think about the, the words, that language that's used, the into lesson, your through lessons and your beyond lesson. And it can be lesson or lessons, plural or singular, doesn't matter. Generally your into and beyond are going to be singular lessons and your through are going to be multiple lessons, plural, but it just depends on how you structure it. Yeah. Your into lesson is like your student's first introduction to the particular standard or to your particular novel or to your particular unit that you are teaching. This is their first introduction to that. And generally the into lesson or lessons are going to be the ones that get your students excited about what you're teaching, right? We want to hook them right from the beginning, right from the get go. Mm -hmm. We want them to be stoked about the lottery right? Yeah. How do we do that? And so do you want to talk more about the types of lessons that fall sure. into this part of the framework? Right. So the into lesson, like Caitlin said, should hook your students, but it should also provide some kind of context for whatever standard you're addressing or the unit that you're teaching. So that might be a pre-reading activity. We've talked about popcorn predictions on here, a really fun activity you can do with your students. It might be front-loading them with vocabulary that they're going to encounter in the first chapter of your novel or providing historical context for the novel, whatever that may be, you're giving them that background knowledge to help them succeed in the upcoming lessons. So like Caitlin said, again, this is usually like a standalone lesson. I like to think of it as a game you play with students or some kind of hands-on activity, whatever it is that gets them going, 
okay, I'm pumped to come clap come to class tomorrow and keep learning. Yeah. We've talked about using like investigation trails. You can oh, use yeah. love paper those. method. I mean, there's all kinds of like ways to bring in that engagement, which are all things that we actually talk about in the masterclass. So you should come and join us if you haven't yet. Um, and so that's the into, right? The into is that first introduction, getting your students one excited, giving them background information, whatever they need to prep them to move into your through lessons. And so your through lessons are they don't necessarily, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you view this differently, and I, I hope you don't, um, but that is that the into, or I'm sorry, the through lessons can focus on a multitude of standards, right? If you look at, you can, so you can look at this from a unit perspective of including an into, through, and beyond, or from a standard perspective of creating an into, through, and beyond to teach that particular standard. So if, for instance, we're teaching the lottery, right, as our, as our short story, that's the unit mm -hmm. that I'm planning for, I might have three, four, five, six through lessons that are focused on different standards, that have different activities, that have my students doing various things in class. And right. those, are, those are like the, the heart, really, of your units of your lessons. Right, of this framework, too. And that could be like, if we're using the lottery, maybe one of those lessons is we're actually reading the short story. Right. Another lesson is we're talking about, you know, irony in the lottery. Mm -hmm. Another lesson is finding textual evidence, whatever it is. So we're working on various standards, like you said, but that's like the meat of that unit. Yep. So we've hooked them, we're practicing the standards, and then we move into the beyond, right? And the beyond is really like your application of the knowledge from that particular unit. So we want our students to apply what they learned. Maybe that's an essay. Maybe it's short answer test. Maybe it's a project they complete. There's so many options for this, right? But it's mm -hmm. taking them beyond the text or beyond the standard and having them um, transfer their knowledge into other learning areas. Yeah. And so the framework is key, right? Because this is going to help you. If you, if you are, and you're the person who just can't stop looking at Pinterest or scrolling oh. through things and finding ideas, you don't want to just find an idea and be like, okay, I'm going to use it. We want to find an idea and figure out where does it fit into my framework for lesson planning? Is this going to be my into lesson for teaching theme? Or is this maybe going to be a through part of this lesson for this particular unit? Or maybe it works better as a beyond type of assessment, right, of students applying their knowledge. And this allows us to now intentionally find resources and find content and take ideas that we do see. Because for some of us, maybe we like doing that and that's fine, although we would suggest you don't do a ton of that because you're going to overwhelm yourself and we can go into a whole thing about that. But now if you do find something, you have a purpose for using that to support your overall goal for that particular unit. We're no longer just taking some random thing and bringing, oh, this is a good idea, kids. This is going to be fun. Let's do this. But it's totally disjointed and disconnected from your overall purpose in that unit or your overall purpose in your curriculum. Right. And I think we also need to take it a step further and like truly envision our lesson plans for the year as always going into, through, beyond, repeat into, through, beyond, repeat. So you're constantly just plugging in your lessons and that's what's going to save you so much time. Yep. A little bonus tip, at least in the into part of the framework, 
rinse and repeat your activities, right? Like you, just because you do something one time doesn't mean you can't do it again later on. And that's going to help you become more efficient when you lesson plan. Yep. This really is a game changer. It is, like I said earlier, the only way I plan and I spend my job lesson planning. <laughs> so I feel like I've got some good background knowledge. And if we can help you guys save time and, you know, not waste your Sunday nights or not waste your prep periods, lesson planning. Yeah. You know, go do something else. Go relax, especially this year. We need to take time for ourselves. Then. Totally. You know, we're happy just, to help. So yeah. And it, it just, it, it works, right? Mm -hmm. It works. And because then when like, think about it, like even for, this is the last thing I'll say, but think about it even for our students when we're teaching them writing, right? We have our specific EBW framework that helps them understand how to create an essay, how to write a response to literature. If we have the same framework for lesson planning, what have we done for ourselves? We've created this very simple streamlined ability for us to create lesson plans. Oh, it makes sense. Oh, that's gonna be a through lesson. Oh, I can actually plan this unit with my end in mind. I can start with the beyond. That's gonna be the easiest part for me to do. Let's get that done, boom, right? You got confidence. You have now the momentum moving into the rest of your lesson planning. There is so much that comes from this, like that are byproducts of the beauty yeah. of using a framework for lesson planning that just works. Yeah, I think if you try it, teachers, you're gonna be blown away like, oh, why didn't I do this before? Yeah, why didn't they teach us that in graduate school? Because no one takes a lesson planning class. I hate that. I think, gosh, it's important. There should be lesson planning there classes. Should be. Maybe we should pitch one to UCSF. I like it. Wait, <laughs> UCSF. That's a medical school, Caitlin. We oh, USF. There we go. Okay. We can do <laughs> Maybe UCSF too. Maybe they can Maybe. learn anything from the teachers. <laughs> I love it. Um, with that being said, thank you so much for joining us, you guys. We would love for you to, again, join us in our masterclass or Facebook group experience. Go to ebacademics.com forward slash engaging ELA. And we will see you guys over there. And then we'll see you next week on the podcast. Have a good one, you guys. Bye, everybody.